Nikki, we yes, haven't yes. done this in like three weeks. That's not true. We, it's just been like two weeks, hasn't it? No, we did this on Monday. On a Monday, at the very least. We're doing this. Wasn't it Monday? Uh... Wait a minute. Oh. It's been at least two and a half. Yeah, it must have been like the first like full week then. Cause I did, um yeah, because I was I was out I was out on holiday. I'm still out on holiday. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> back. Well yeah, hey you too. How I just I'm sorry, Andy. I just realized that my phone isn't in color. Um so let me just turn that to color so I can see your full uh Caucasian tone. How are you? How was your holiday? I like that the theme music just played after you said Caucasian tone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, hey, guys, we're recording this on New Year's Eve. Ugh, don't, don't remind me. Uh, I started drinking now. <laughs> do you, um, what do you, can I ask, what do you usually do? In, a, in non-pandemic years for, for holidays? Do you go, is it different every year? Do you go hang out with people? What do you do? Uh, I am usually asleep. Do you not, do you not stay up? Not really. Sometimes I do, but like, I don't like do shit. Yeah. The most I ever did was uh, New Year's Eve 2019, New Year's Day 2020. Uh, me and my friend, his girlfriend was in Puerto Rico. So he was like, hey, do you want to do shit? And we went out to the bars and a bunch of people were dressed in like 20s attire and it was fine that was the most i've ever done and i didn't really enjoy it so we're here now i'm drinking embarked craft cider works my favorite brewery this is their strawberry rhubarb cider <laughs> is this is this, the, is this the first time you've uh drank on the podcast andy no i've had alcohol on this before oh, okay uh is that yeah. socially acceptable i don't know oh okay uh but yeah yeah uh hey guys uh our fundraiser did not succeed uh <laughs> how did it did it did anyone do any buy more shirts nah uh yeah. thank you to everyone who did uh enjoy your money back <laughs> uh, do they just get their money back they do just get their money back damn that sucks uh, it sucks but you know we can, we do- can can you and me donate some money I was planning on doing that anyway. Uh, you let, let me know how much, and then I'll match it. We, and we will discuss we'll after discuss. this, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I would feel bad if, like, somehow, like, one person, even, like, one, like, person who is part of the Girls Rock Rochester, like, organization were like, hey, guys, you just, I just heard that, like, these, like, two random guys who aren't from Rochester are doing a fundraiser for us. That's really cool. Um, we'll support them in the shadows, and then they find out that, like, Oh, never mind. I mean, everyone who bought a shirt is someone I have either seen in person or is someone who is one degree of person away. So, oh, well. Yeah. Hey, thank you for those who did. Uh, no Thanks. hard feelings to anyone who didn't. We love you all. Uh, just now we we'll know who we love more than the others. Well, now, hold on. I think it gives us... <laughs> anyway, Nikki, we haven't talked for, like, three weeks either. Like, the whole time... Like, not. Well, I hey, 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 hey. I got a bone to pick with you, buddy. All right? Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know. Come on, you do this every time. 
You call me randomly. I tell you, hey, I'm busy. And you're like, okay, call me back. I call you back, like, what, three times? And both times, I know twice, that you, twice. you read it. You read the message. You know that you called me. And then you say nothing. And you don't call okay, me back. Okay, so here's the thing. The first time, I was taking a <laughs> shit. Okay. The second time, I was taking a nap. So you didn't call me back when you woke up? No. You're the one that wanted to call me. You know, Andy, my yeah, time, my time is just as valuable as yours. A nap. I, you know, I really, I can't. I just, I what? How, what do you want me to say after that? You know. <laughs> I'm just saying we haven't <laughs> talked in a bit. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Fucking, damn. Just, just call me back sometimes. You can't. And then, and then. But even before that, you had the nerve to <laughs> text me on Christmas Day, not Happy Christmas. Well, you did say that first, but then some hours later, you you say, "What are we listening to this week, Nikki?" You sent me a work text on Christmas, on, the, on the day that Jesus Christ was born. Jesus was born in the summer. We moved the holiday. <laughs> Fuck you. In my Who defense, do you think you I, are? in my defense, I was editing the podcast that day. On you were working on a holiday. Yeah, I like that's that is illegal. <laughs> that's morally, morally reprehensible. Anyway, <laughs> I forgive you for both uh, infractions, Nikki. It's yeah. It's nice to hear from you, my longtime friend of several years, Nikki. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Keep saying that. See, see how long that lasts in twenty twenty two. New year, new co-host. <laughs> how? Um, hey, Nikki. Um, what? What? What now? Let's fucking start talking about this shit. Okay, fine. Uh, this week, you picked the album. I did on Christmas. Yes, uh, Unplugged by Eric Clapton. Yes. Eric Clapton's the, Unplugged. The 1993 winner. We did uh, a different MTV Unplugged by Tony Bennett. Uh, with terrible. Not great scores from us. No. Um, so, this season, we just, we're just all in on acoustic guitars, evidently, guys. I don't know what to tell you. What have we been doing? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Beck. Yeah, I guess uh, we have been doing. Fucking. Uh, Nora Jones. 52nd Street, yeah. Billy Joel didn't have a lot of. I guess that wasn't acoustic, but yeah, a lot of guitars. Very well. Uh, yeah, guys, so, going into the album awards year of 1993, this beat out Achtung? Achtung? Ashtong Baby by U2, Beauty uh. and the Beast by various artists, Diva uh. by Annie Lennox, and Ingure, Ingenuine, Ingenu, Ingue, Ingue, by Katie Lang. Yeah, remember Katie Lang? Yes, we've talked about her. We gave, huh? yeah, we, yeah, we gave her a Grammy. Yes. She's a Canadian um, musician. Um, she was actually on the previous Unplugged album, if you recall. I do recall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where we talked about her last. Yeah. Hey. Give, give her a Grammy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack, that's interesting. Oh, like the original Disney one? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That, I like that one. 
I'm I glad, do enjoy that. I'm glad that Disney hasn't gotten their grubby fingers on a Grammy yet. I'm sure they have, and they just not this award. By proxy, perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't. I'm not really familiar with any of those. Not even really Beauty and the Beast. So uh, I I like that soundtrack. I don't know. Is it a that's good a good. Yeah, that's like what's the golden era of Disney. What's your favorite Disney movie, Andy? My favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah, share. Uh, my favorite Disney movie of all time probably is uh, either Treasure Planet mm. or uh, Atlantis. Really? Both of that, yeah, that weird era of Disney. Did you Did uh, you know that I that that's my favorite Disney movie? I think that's just our generation's favorite Disney movie cumulatively. We're not the same age. And that's you're, not you're correct. Two years younger than me. Okay. What's your favorite musical movie? If My you favorite have one. Disney, mu- Disney yeah, musical D- or Disney musical? musical. Movie? Disney, Disney musical, I, I meant. Because yeah. uh, uh, the uh, favorite musical movie would either be Sound of Music or one of the Muppet movies. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Disney musical. Probably, I would say Lion King. Okay. Uh, or Hercules. I love the music in Hercules. Mm. Hercules. Um, those are those are good choices. I personally enjoy Mulan. Um, I like Mulan. It's a good movie. Yeah, Mulan's um, good. I just don't. It's got like what two songs in it? That what? Four songs. It's literally a musical. Know. Yes, but it, it has as much music as every other Disney. <laughs> anyway. All right, all right, Andy. All uh, right, you, you keep believing your your false news. Do you want to uh, describe the album art, Nikki? Um, yeah, actually. So here we have um, pretty pretty simple. It just says uh, it's a picture of Eric Clapton. He's on the stage where he recorded and performed this live album. Um, he's he's kind of looking down. He has a uh, it looks like either a gray or a light green turtleneck or button up it's, it's hard to tell the image is grainy you have you have him um he also has a a black or a dark uh vest or not vest um like jacket suit jacket uh sports coat maybe um uh and then you have him with his nice his like middle-aged look is the glasses and the hair and um and he's playing his acoustic guitar uh and it's it's a dark background around him a nice uh pretty pretty um Bold letters in front, overlaying, say, Eric Clapton unplugged. Eric and Un are uh, only outlined, and then Clapton and Unplugged are filled in. Um, and uh, I think it's a nice cover. I, I think it's a little plain, but I think that it fits very neatly the style of the record, and I think it does, for me, put me in the place where this was uh, recorded. Yeah, uh, you know, it definitely fits with the theme of album art we've done this season. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I don't hate it. It's fine. Yeah. Now, Andy. It's inoffensive. What? Before we start talking about the music. Sure. It's important that we discuss Eric Clapton. By all means. Because he is, (laughs) um, I don't know if you know this, but he's been in the the news recently. Recently? Um, Yes, I mean, like, like I'd say at, at at the latest a month ago, um, because uh, he is a very strong um, uh, opponent, a very strong um, uh, den- I don't know if denier is the right word, but denier, um, 
maybe not denier. I shouldn't. I shouldn't put words. In. He's very anti lockdown, and he's very That's... he's very anti like everything going on with COVID, and he's very against it. Um, particularly with the lockdowns, and he actually released a song, Andy. Um, he released a, a song this last year that was not great, but he le- released a song a couple months ago, fairly recently, titled "This Has Got to Stop." Um, and the the this in reference to is uh, lockdowns. And, Interesting. Um, yeah. Why don't I? I don't want to. I don't want to misrepresent. So I'll do. I'll do some factual research by quoting Wikipedia. Factual research on this podcast. Yes. In in November 2020, during COVID, uh, Clapton and Van Morrison. I don't know who that is. Um, oh, he's a, oh he's an Irish singer. Oh yeah, I know Van Morrison. He was also another one of these guys that like did this. They collaborated on an anti-mask, anti-lockdown single entitled "Stand and Deliver." Um, they. They uh, are giving, yeah. It was just, uh, it was just not, not good. Um, in July 2021, Clapton wrote that he would not perform on any stage where there is a discriminated audience present, in response to Boris Johnson, UK Prime Minister, requiring vaccination for concerts. Okay, I get the picture. Um, uh. And and there's there's been there was some there's been some some puff pieces and and regular pieces out about like what happened to Eric Clapton, like because he's. Clapton, by the way, is is an incredibly celebrated um, musician and artist. Like he and 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 in fact, this album, um, Unplugged, uh, claimed uh, Wikipedia said this that um, it this actually like revitalized his career and had gained renewed interest uh, among uh, new listeners. And so, like he he's a very he's he's a millionaire. You know, he's he's one of the greats. Like, um, in 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 like his like lane. Um, but they said, like, what happened to him? Um, but I just want to say that uh, another part of this um, this uh, this uh, Wikipedia page in his uh, controversies um, in terms of political views is that um, in August fifth of nineteen seventy six, um, he was in an, he was in a uh, he was doing a concert in Birmingham in, in the UK, um, vis- and while visibly uh, intoxicated on stage, he he. Uh, spoke out against the increasing immigration uh, that was going on in the country um, and very strongly said, uh, here, here's, here's a quote from, his, um, from, from this very long paragraph. Here's the last bit of it. This is Great Britain, a white country. What is happening to us for fuck's sake? Whoa. I don't know if... Nikki, um, just, for, just for your sake, I'm going to bleep that little... Just in case, just bleep like that whole sentence out. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep Britain white. That was a that was a slogan for the far right movement of um, at the time, you know, in Britain to just because they were not a fan of, of the increased uh, immigration that was happening. Um, which is interesting because that's that's kind of that was a recurring theme decades later with with um, uh, with uh, the some of the refugees and and the yeah. immigration that was happening within the past decade. Um, anyway, uh, going off track, Eric Clapton, he is not a great guy. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't know any of that before, uh, right. and so right now go, going into this album, I'm going to, I'm going to say point blank. Um, you know, obviously what we're doing, we can, we can separate the art from the artist to a degree. Um, yeah, totally. We did a, know, Mi- listen, we did a Michael Jackson episode. We did Michael Jackson. A very high score. So yes. Um, 
and I'm gonna be I'll say right now I did I didn't hate this album and I honestly if I'm gonna be honest if I'm gonna admit some biases I I tried really hard to find reasons to hate it um I'm ladies pretty... and gentlemen me and Nikki disagree oh here we go again this is getting Nikki, I was fucking bored as shit listening to this goddamn okay, piece of trash album. Okay, but now I uh, was also bored. I didn't say I did. Okay, it was not a gr- it was not perfect. All right, but I did give it a decent score. I thought it was I thought it was nice in some places. It was a little one note, um, but I really uh, I had a good time with it, and um, I'm not surprised that you didn't. Although, if they just turned up the BPM and it was an electric guitar, I think it'd be right up your alley, Andy. Maybe, uh, um, but it didn't, and they did. It wasn't so. <laughs> All right, so so with that this that that that's disclaimer out of the way. Let's uh, let's get that um. Let's, Are we let's going get track started. by track? We can. I mean, I wrote a little bit about each track, but if you want to just kind of skim the highlights, he's shaking his head. All right, I, I don't want to. I didn't write. I didn't have enough to say about this fucking album after well the first few songs. All right, well then maybe I'll go track by track and you comment. Yeah, I, yeah, go, get, yeah. Do, toss you do that, <laughs> and you have a nice drink, buddy. You All know, right. I, maybe we should have done this one in person. Just gotten together on New Year's Eve, gotten some drinks Did you want to come over? No, I mean, I'm already... You, I will pick you up. I'm good, champ. Are you I'm sure? going to I'll bed come. after this. Okay, well, all right. That's fair enough. Well, if you want, we could do we can do like a do-over like tomorrow. Man, man. No. So, uh, track one. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Signe. Signe. S-I-G-N-E. Um, it was uh, purely instrumental. It started off the record. Um, it started off with more damn clapping. Um, our favorite aspect of uh, of uh, live albums. Um, admittedly, I, I didn't find the clapping offensive on this record. Um, I thought it was it was it was not bright, and it was enough in the background that it wasn't like a terrible. Um, there, the, throughout this album, there's a lot of clean and clear guitar, uh, acoustic yes. guitar. It was very upfront, very stereo. Um, a lot of high end, um, not just with the guitar, but there was like, you know, there's like a triangle, there was mixed percussion. I, I, I don't have a lot of nice things to say about this album, Nikki. Um, but okay. that being said, this was a very well mixed live album. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I will say that, yeah. Um, like the panning, the levels, the instruments, the mix, all of it was really well done. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll talk about it later, but you know, a lot, of, a lot of these instruments sounded good. Uh, I, yes. I feel like a lot of the performances, maybe could have had something better going on. <laughs> uh, the performances, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but that being said, you know, uh, for what, a, for the actual quality of the engineers and the mixers and the behind the scenes guys involved, uh, th- very good job to them. Uh, I I think this was the first MTV Unplugged. Am I wrong with that? Am I right? Um, it no, actually, it was um the first one I believe was uh Paul McCartney. Um, but okay. this one is credited wrongfully as being one of the first, um, or being the uh, the first. It is one of the first. Um, because I remember the Tony Bennett episode we mentioned this one uh being an earl. I mean, obviously it was a fucking earlier one. It's a one three years before. Uh, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Audience. Um, Nikki. The girl. Was I, right? this. was I right about McCartney? I think so, yeah. Anyway, the gr- did you say the girl reading this? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, Hi, listener. Hope you're doing okay. Um. Okay, so... 
Um, yeah, so I like the first track. It was a nice little, it was a little re- repetitive. A lot of this, there's a lot of like looping and noodling going on throughout yeah. this, um, this album, this uh, live performance, but I um, thought it was a sweet intro. It, it sets the vibe. Uh, it, the next track kind of leans into this a bit more. Uh, I forget the name of it. What was it? Which one? Uh, Before You Accuse Me. Uh, befo- Bef- the, uh, this <laughs> this track was, I don't know, man. This is when I, this was, I was like, oh, is this just going to be like an hour-long jam session? Uh, and to a degree, yes, it was. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, a light cough. I'm suddenly dying. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it was a well-done jam session, but this song was, like, it was just two acoustic guitars and so, uh, some Eric Clapton singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, Nick, if you have anything to say about this. Um, yes, I, I found it funny that there's two times on this album where the audience is clapping along. And in both times, the, the, the audience response dies down in sadness and shame. Um, this one actually, I thought was actually, it had a really strong start, but then some, at some point throughout the song, when like, I think when the band lost the groove, so, or they just went to like a new section that was not like super rhythmic, um, or, or beat focus, um, the audience kind of lost steam and it didn't come back and I was so sad. Um, but, but overall I thought the song was pretty groovy. Um, it, it was some, some standard blues rock type of sounds. That's what this whole album is. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, you know, I didn't hate it. Um, but but once I got to the third track and then forward, I, I started to realize, okay, I understand. Um, I get it. What are you taking a picture of, huh? Just doing a Snapchat. Calm down. All right, put, yeah, all right, all right. Um, the third track, hey hey. Um, by the way, by the way, um, most of these tracks, the majority of these songs, including like not just on these, but like on his studio records as well, aren't written by Clapton. Like, they're cover songs, generally. Um, yeah. Most of these songs were cover songs. Some of them were originals, like the opening track and a couple others throughout. Um, but uh, I, I'm i surprised. I, I was really kind of blown aback by this third track. And um, just because, like, it was really a song about nothing. Um, the song is titled Hey Hey. And uh, I really don't know what the song was about other than, like, he's talking to a girl. I'm, I swear to God, the lyrics were like, hey, hey, I, I ain't got nothing else to say, but hey, hey, pretty girl over there. Hey, hey. Um, that's really what, like, there was no, like, story in the song. It was just that. Um, and similarly, the instrumentally, I don't think it really went anywhere. Um, it was at this point, although I did agree, I do agree that, like, the mixing was pretty standard, pretty, pretty good throughout. Um, I feel like there were some points where the guitar was mixed a little bit higher than the vocal. And so it made, like, the vocal felt a little buried for me. This was one of those moments. Um, and also, throughout this track and throughout the album, you can hear Eric Clapton, I assume Clapton, um, tapping his foot. Yeah, I fucking hated that. That was, and, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I feel I like they just you. mic'd his foot. He definitely, yeah. Um... They really did, and I, you know, I, I could get behind it, but it's the fact that it, it just felt really loud in the mix specifically, so much that it felt like a kick drum. Like, I really thought that it was a kick drum. Right. At, at no, no, start. no, I agree. 
Uh, and so also... <laughs> Stalemate. And also, Andy, um, I was listening to it on my on my 10-inch speakers, my, my monitors, and there is a lot of sub in those, uh, in those, uh, tapping. Like, I really, it really, like, there's a bit of a, of a, like a, like a hundred hertz, de uh, decay. No, nah, they put, they put a bass rider, they put bass rider on that. <laughs> it was really... Nah. It was something, yeah. So, so I don't know, man. The biggest, like, one of the best parts of the Tony Bennett uh, Unplugged uh, was his personality coming across here. Mm -hmm. uh, and for Mr. Clapton, uh, maybe for the better, I guess, but, like, he didn't, like, interact with the audience at all beyond tapping his foot. You call that audience interaction? I mean, no, but, like... He said thank only you. Yeah, it was, like, the only side of his personality we saw, or at least the performer side of him that we saw. Yeah. Um, versus Tony Bennett, who was like, I love you! Uh, I which love I you! Yeah, he's great. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, man. That's, like, the best part of a live live album is getting to see these fun interactions with either the audience or just the recorder, the recording engineer. Uh so maybe I don't know, man. Uh, fuck Eric Clapton. <laughs> My God. <laughs> um, moving on is the next track, "Tears in Heaven." Um, I didn't have much to say about this other than it was a it was a warmer song. It was it had more somber tone, and there was some choral ooze, some choral. There was a, I think there was a chorus or like a small little group of singers. Um, yeah, this is a very popular song. I feel like this is played at weddings is a it? lot. I've never heard. Um, I know nothing about the blues. Um, maybe we should have gotten uh, Zach on this. Zach, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Z Zach. I feel like Zach would like this a lot of a lot more than us. <laughs> what does Zach think about Clapton? Do I don't know. We'll message him and put it in on Twitter, maybe. Uh, you do that, Andy. You're on Twitter now. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, um, I've just cut a whole chunk of the episode out that you didn't hear, audience. Love you, Andy. Um, so. Lonely Stranger. You're welcome. Uh, lonely, lonely Stranger. Um, more of the same. Uh, at this, it was at this point, like track four, track five, where I'm starting to like not. I'm losing steam. Um, and I'm guessing you felt this similarly. Um, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, my no, my only note for the next song is this album sucks. Aww. <laughs> I, I could have I almost went to that lane, but like I found some appeal in some parts. Um but but those kind of show up more towards the end. But but anyway, so yeah. Um we get Lonely Stranger. I found the string tones here, like the, the, the guitar tones here for some reason. I know it's mixed like the exact same, but like I think it was just the way that they were playing it or the performance just it just did not sound appealing to me. It just sounded a little jarring. Um and then the sixth track. What are you doing? I was checking Snapchat. We're in a we're playing we're doing a podcast right now. We are doing a podcast. However, this podcast is also not sponsored by anybody. If you Venmo me fifty dollars, you can have your ad read on this very podcast. Fifty dollars? Do I get twenty five of those dollars? <laughs> you get like twenty of those dollars. Oh come on! All right, uh, twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> 20 21 
All right, whatever. Uh, track six, nobody knows when you're down and out. Again, more of the same, but I found that this track was a bit more jovial because it had a nice piano uh, presence. Uh, I'm there. pretty sure they were playing wrong notes on the piano this <laughs> track. Um, It's not wrong notes, Sandy. You should know this. It's called jazz. It's not okay. jazz. It's blues. They're completely different genres. It's called jazz blues. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's all I really had to say. And then the seventh track, which wraps up the first half of this of this live album, Layla, which well, I guess is a very famous track, probably one of his best known songs, one of his best uh, hits. Um, the claps are back, but very quiet, and they don't last long. Um, there's a very interesting key change. I don't know if you noticed this, Andy, um, but. There, there's the intro where like the band is just instrumental, and then immediately there is a very hard key change um, amongst the the musicians in the song. Um, I don't know where it modulates, but like it is not. There's three types of modulations, Andy. Um, I don't know if you know this. Um, there's three types of modulations when you're going from one key to another. Sure. Um, and I don't remember uh, the other two, but one of them is just. I don't know the name of it, but it's literally like an abrupt modulation where you just are like, okay, it's a different key now. You know, like there's no, um, there's no, uh, there's no like connect leading tones or connecting, uh, you know, notes. Um, they just, it's like, nope, like it's all flats now. Um, so that's what this was, or that's what it felt like. And, uh, it was fine and they did it a bunch of times, but it wasn't bad. I, it was, it was a nice tune. There was, um, Towards the end, there was this one guy. There was one guy in the audience who just said "woo, woo." Uh, so I was like, "Yeah, that's that's how we feel." So, and then that's the end of track one, or uh, uh, the first half, I should say. Um, moving on to track eight, "Running on Faith." Um, hey, this was hey this song. Uh, it was actually a good song. I did enjoy the song. The bass tone on this song. Uh, very, very good bass tone. This is the first time I think the bass appeared on the album. Fucking phenomenal <laughs> bass on this album, guys. Uh, not even, no cap. The bass player was just hanging out. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was I supposed to play? I thought you were supposed to cue me. Yeah, hey, guys, what's up? Um, the bass player did a great job. I don't know who played bass on this album. Uh, I could look at the Wikipedia page, but I'm not gonna. That's your right, well, job, I, listener. I, I will. Or um, Nikki. Nikki can do it, it for was, you. Uh, well, I'm right here. It's, it was Nathan East. Nathan East? Good job, Ben. Friend. <laughs> okay. Um, he's a he's a very successful career. He played with anyone uh, better than this? Uh, yes, actually. Just by the first uh, page, he played with Bobby Womack, Eric Clapton, Michael Jackson, Joe Santori, fuck, Sat Satriani, uh, Peter Gabriel, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Phil Collins, uh, Stevie Wonder, Toto, Kenny Loggins, Daft Punk, Chick Corea, and Herbie Hancock. Holy shit, this guy's great. Yeah, so good on you, Nathan, buddy. Um Anyway, I did I I thought this was a middle of the road track num number 8. Um he was growling. He he was growling with his with his vocals. He was like, you know, and that's yeah, that's never a good sign. Um It went on a bit this track. It went on a little bit. Oh yeah. It kind of kind of did that thing. There was one track on this album that was eight minutes. I think it was, like, one of the last three. Yes. Well, now you see Andy. Well, we'll get there. Um, 
Track number nine, Walkin' Blues. Uh, my, this is where I noted the sub from the foot tapping. My only other note was, it's the blues. Yeah, baby, it's the blues. I don't know. I didn't enjoy this album. I was pretty much checked out at this point. All right. Well, well, okay. That's fine. Um, let me, don't worry. There's, there's uh, five more. Just give me a second. All right. Come on. Oh, um, the next what? song, Malted Milk. No, Alberta. What? Oh, I skipped that. I skipped You're two very, songs. Oops. You skipped two songs. And geez, my God, he, he's really glossed over right now. That one beer really does it to you. Huh? I'm on three, dude. You're on three? How, how have you drank three so far? I don't know. I'm a man. Did you drink? No, I only heard you crack open one. Yeah, and then I put the other two under the table away from the microphone. How have you had three already? I'm an adult. Okay, that's insulting to me specifically. Um, We've only been recording for like 40 minutes. What do you mean already? Yeah, well, uh, it takes me like an hour to get through half a Corona. And that's on you. All right, well, we're going to go out to a bar, Andy, one day. One Nikki, day when it's, mm, the cases aren't high. What? What? You what? You had the opportunity to do so like a month ago. Andy, you know full well that I was on the job. Um, you, you got home at 10. You live all right, not well, that far a, from the bars. All right, I, I made a decision um, to either have a party or have a kickback, and I chose the kickback. Yeah, you chose Abby over me, and I... All right, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do you that. You can All start right. a podcast with Abby, and you know what? That's fine. You know what? I Maybe I will. I'm a, I'll call them very soon. I hope Abby's and doing all right. Uh, Abby, I think, is doing well. Happy Christmas, Abby. I love you. This uh, is New Year's. Wrong holiday. They don't know that. <clears throat> we said that it is New Year's Eve at the start of this episode. All right, happy New Year's Eve. Um, track 10, Alberta. Shout out to Canada. You're doing great. Um, there's a very present hi-hat in this track. I mean, the hi-hats were kind of present throughout, but this one I was not annoying. Or this was annoying. Um, the piano was popping off, had a really great, uh, solo. And then, um, uh, Chuck Lavelle was the piano man. Um, and, uh, I know this because Eric Clapton said, good job, um, Chuck Lavelle or something like that. He's like, Chuck Lavelle, everyone. Um, so good job, Chuck. Uh, track 11, this one was tough for me. Is this malted Mixing. milk? No, one more. One uh. second, please. San Francisco Bay Blues. It was a track before malted milk. This one was very big and bumping. This one had the harmonica, Go Andy. Um, it had the kazoo, OK Clapton. Um, but I, I really felt very fatigued at this point, and I'm sure you did as well. Um, but mostly it's because the how far up front the guitars were. Um, and just the, the, the chaos that was going on, it was a very wall of sound feeling. It was kind of um it was kind of melting my mind a little bit. Um and now we go to track twelve, malted milk. Andy, go ahead. Fuck this song! It sucks so much. Holy shit, dude. What a lame fuck you know, as someone who enjoys a good malted beverage from time to time. Um, what, what is the mul- fuck was this about? Anyway, yeah, um, fuck this song. It was very bad. I don't have any notes because I was just miserable while listening to it. I, <laughs> I, one thing I'll give it, Andy, 
is that I thought it was a nice, the solo guitar acoustic thing was a nice break from the wall of sound, as I said on the last track. Um, the plucking that was going on was a little piercing, and it was still boring regardless. Um, my first note was, um, uh, I, I am I am sorry to say, three question marks. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what the track was about. Um, well, frankly, I don't really know what most of these tracks were about. Um, but yeah, this one was definitely a, a puzzler, for sure. But then, Andy, we go to track 10. Oh, sorry, 13. I can't read my own handwriting. Old Love. Uh, this one was 7 minutes and 52 seconds. Um, yeah, God. Uh, yep, and he was angry. He had some growling going on. Talked about his angry. There was a... Um, there, there, well, what, what was going on here? Now, now, Andy, I was, I, I had, I went into it the same way that, um, that you were, that you got out of it. Which uh, was, no, wow, no. this was a lot. Hold on, hold All on, right, hold okay. on, hold on. All right, okay. This okay, track okay, okay. had some lovely soloing on it. Okay. Uh, the piano playing towards the middle, very good. Uh, that's about all I have to say. Good job to the piano player too. Uh, everyone who's not Eric Clapton, good job. Do you remember his name? I said his name. Norville Redenbacher. Chuck Lavelle. I was close. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I actually, Andy, I actually really like this track. I might call it my favorite track on the album. Um, or it's definitely favorite. the best developed. Yes. And that was... Uh, granted, it took was... them eight minutes! Yes. I, I, I did like that they had great solos. Um, the Spanish guitar... I, I think it's a Spanish guitar. Or I'll call it a Spanish guitar. The vibe, at least, is very coffee house, you know, very coffee shop vibes. Yeah. Um, there was a great piano solo in there. Um, I found it funny that the audience clapped before the solo was over. Um, they wanted it to the, end. Honestly, I think the audience was the worst instrument on this album. Um, I might have said that about Tony Bennett, too. <laughs> um, but that, I I, this like... was supposed to be the end of the album. Yes, yes. Um, but and I did like it as an ending. I was very impressed. Sure, I, 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 really I think liked it. ending on an eight-minute song is fine if you're gonna do an eight-minute song. Um, but they didn't end on an eight-minute song. Well, well. So, so here's what happened, Andy. And I was reading. I'm reading aware into of this. what happened, but please tell the audience. I'll, I'll tell the audience. Um, so that was supposed to be the end of the concert, but then like the, he's like, okay, it's done. So you turn off the cameras or whatever. Um, or the recordings. And Clapton says to the audience, hey, um, we have to record uh, two, three, actually five. We need to redo five more. If you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. And I guess they were okay with it. I don't know. I don't know how you would feel, Andy. I mean, I guess the rules are different because it's recorded and like they know it's going to be a live album. But I don't know. If you went to um, a... Uh, a... Um, oh, jeez. Uh, Pick a band. I... Any band that I like. Pink Shift. I, I kept wanting to say Rolling Stones. Uh -huh. Guys, you know me. Every week I'm on here talking about the Rolling Stones. I um, love 80-year-old men who play rock music. Imagine going to a Rat Boys concert. There we go. And, and um, like, you, like they, you walk in and they're like, hey, by the way, this is going to be filmed. It's going to be uh, the Rat Boys big concert DVD you know, album live. Sure, yeah. And then at the end, and they did, they did some bad, they bit bad takes. And at the end, they're like, "Hey guys, we have to redo a couple. Are you cool with that?" 
Would you? I don't know how you would feel. Would you feel okay with that? I mean, depends on the songs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I love Rap Boys. I guess I would just stay. I'd chill. I'd I don't probably... know. I, I feel like, I guess, okay, I, I'm thinking about it in my perspective. Like, if I went to say, I mean, th- this is very different, different rules, but if I went to an Ariana Grande concert, obviously all of the teenage girls are going to be like, yes, play the song again. But, like, if it is, like, I mean, I don't want you just to do another bad take of the song. I mean, know? if it's an Ariana Grande concert, I'm like, nah, I'm going to stay. So I'm going to leave so everyone who stays uh, doesn't leave uh, until later so I can get out of the parking lot quicker. Bye. <laughs> For a Rap Boys concert, me and those other hundred people, we're staying. Very well. Um, and maybe I should dial it down. Maybe like a Japanese house concert. Maybe I, I'd probably stick around for that. Shout out to the Japanese house. Hope you're doing well. Um, and Japanese breakfast while we're on it. That was a great album that came out this year. <laughs> They're not related. Um, anyway, so, so Clapton did that and he did that. And then the cameras turned off. The, the, the microphones were off. The recording was off. And then I get it, as it says in Wikipedia, um, he abruptly and without notice just starts playing Rollin' and Tumblin', which I guess was a very popular song um, that he that he played back when he was in his original band, Cream, which is also a very famous English rock band. Sure. Um, well, I know it is, Andy. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm agreeing. I'm saying, yeah, totally. Dude, I believe and you. I, I just, uh, just a very quick aside. Um, a couple Christmases ago, I was with my dad, and I got a um, a, a vinyl player for Christmas. And uh, he's like, hey, by the way, um, I know that vinyl player you got, it can convert vinyls to MP3s, right? Um, and it did. And so he's like, well, Nikki, I have a bunch of old vinyls. Uh, can you <laughs> record them and put them on MP3? Um, and I said, sure. Uh, and one of those was a Cream album, Best Of. It, it was called Best Of Cream. And I, I swear to God, Andy, I, I, had, I knew nothing about this band other than the cover of this compilation album. You can probably look it up. It's just a pic... It's just... Um, uh, uh, the album cover is just various images of vegetables that you'd put in, like, a giant, like, pot of soup. Like, there's onions, there's carrots, there's, like, green beans, like, tomatoes. And I and it, the the background is white, and I guess that's supposed to be the cream. It's like soup. Cream. Anyway. Fuck Eric Clapton. Okay. Well, so 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 he starts playing this song, and the and the band figures it out, and then they start playing wrong with it. Um. And so then the director is like, "Hey guys, you gotta start recording like right now," and that's why. Because <laughs> that's why it fades in midway through. Because nobody saw it coming. Um, and I'm going to be honest, Andy, this was a... I really like this as a closer, even with the fade-in. I thought the fade-in actually added some some neat little character to it. Um, this was an incredibly bumping song. It was very groovy. Um, he was humming aggressively. Um, and that was actually... A, I found that to be a good thing. And it got me, like, actually, like... I, I think it's just because the kick was just so fat in this particular song. It was very four on the floor. Mm-hmm. People were vibing and jamming out. And then at the end, as we're fading out, um, uh, Clapton says to the director, did you get all that? And then there's like audience laughter and it cut fades to black and then roll credits. I guess that was the credits, wasn't it? I, so yeah. I thought that was a great ending to the album, the, most of which I was not super into. 
Um, but I still, I thought that was a, I was a killer closer, if I'm being honest. Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Nikki, this album was boring as shit. Uh, yeah, tell I me, think tell me the that. I think the piano player and the bass player did a great job. Uh, the percussion was hardly there, if at all good. Uh, Eric Clapton's performance was fine, I guess. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I think as far as live albums goes, this is why in my youth I didn't enjoy them as much. This is like the perfect example as the, of that. Uh, it's a great example of a bad live album where you're just doing worse versions of your recorded music. Yeah. Interesting. I, I disagree strongly. Now, Andy, I thought this was a great album. Um, actually, th- wait, let me actually strike that completely. That's not what I meant to say at all. Um, Andy, I, I love Eric Clapton and agree with all of his views. Andy, my first, my first comment for my thoughts, unfortunately not bad. Um, he's a complex man, but he had decent tunes on this. Um, I'm not a blues guy, Andy, but I, I got behind some of it. Um, I thought the mixing was incre- was spotless. Well, that's not true. Not spotless, it was very good. Was... The mixing was very good. I would For say the mixing. Album, near perfect. Uh, yeah, I would say the mixing is the best part of this album. Yeah, I think that's what kind of drew me in just by how just well done it was. Um, sure. I really enjoyed that for, for the live album alone. Um, yeah, not all the songs were hits, but I honestly, I could, I could, I, if I didn't um, despise the existence and the, and the character of Eric Clapton, the I could character. listen to this again. Um, and so for that reason, Andy, I gave it a 42 That's out of 63. so ridiculous high, ridiculously <laughs> high. Um, you're going to hell for that. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll, we'll do a big, uh, we'll, we'll fix all of these around. Sure, whatever. I was bored as fucking hell, dude. What'd you uh, give it? What the the mixing it? was great. The bass player and piano player were doing the best they could. What'd you give it? The percussion and Eric Clapton were just not there. Uh, what did you give the album? I gave it a 16. Ooh. Uh, granted, compared to you, that makes this album score much higher than I... <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to hate this. I Me too, actually. But for different reasons. But I didn't... Um... I did not hate it, no. I thought it was actually decent. And I'm sorry to say that because I think Eric Clapton is a piece of shit. Anyway, that gives um, us uh, the Grammy Boys classic score of 29. <laughs> is, that a, is that a tied score? There's, it's like a six-way tie at this point. Really? Is that, <laughs> is that true? Let me, hold on, let me sort the graph. Yeah, sort, sort it around. Uh, 29 has been given to... Uh, the music from Peter Gunn, Unforgettable <laughs> with Love, By the Time I Get to Phoenix, and Come Dance with Me, as well as Unplugged by Eric Clapton. Five-timer. Five um, that's funny. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's this season's 29. It's what a season. Um, on average. Well, well, shucks. Well, golly gosh. Well, that was great. Um... Okay, well, we're done talking about Eric Clapton. I'm yeah, going fuck to this album, fuck deleting, Eric Clapton. I can't I'm believe deleting him from my library. I thought it was good. I'm sorry, Andy. I like music. I love music. Music is my favorite thing on earth. I don't lie to the audience. Music <laughs> is my third favorite thing on earth. 
What's the other two? Um, cats are Did pretty you? great. Okay. Um, ice cream. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, we're done here. Um. All right. Well, Andy, uh, what are you listening to? What's going on? Hmm. I hate music. I don't listen to it anymore. <laughs> did you did you have a I know I did, but did you do any sort of like year-end list or like did you think about that at all? I've thought about it. I mean, everyone knows what my fucking album of the year is. Uh if you know me and have listened to this podcast for the past year. Um ladies and gentlemen, album of the year, Ska Dream by Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> um other than that, I mean, if we're doing end of the year stuff, uh, I wanted yeah, do to do some shout outs. I wanted it to do the this. last day of the year. I wanted to do this next week for happy birthday, Grammy boys. Uh, so I want to sa- I want to save that till next week. Uh, you, oh, do you want me to save mine too? Yes, I would like it if you did. God damn it. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I just wanted to share. I posted on Twitter. Um, my my year end list. So if you're on at if you follow at Nikki, when Kali, did you post that? I didn't see that. I posted it like, uh, I posted it last week. Um, oh, last week. That's why. Yeah. Well, I also i I did that thing that like I hate doing. I don't know why I did it. I kind of regret doing it, but I told everyone I was leaving Twitter so I could finish my album. Not seeing any Scott um, Dream on here. That's interesting. I I you know I only listened to that once. But you're such honest. a horrible friend. Um, I honestly. <laughs> Well, actually, let me tell you something, Andy. I'm happy. I, I actually would like to go more in depth in our bonus episode because let me just tell you right now that that entire list that, is just. I was gonna say, wrong. like, you like, got Donda on even. here. I am missing. Well, now, now, well, hold on. I, I'm missing albums that like I didn't realize came out this year. I listened to so many different uh, albums from so many different years that like I just completely missed a couple. Um, there's plenty more that I'd like to shout out. Um. I kind of left myself, uh, I trapped myself by, by really, I, I really did it in like less than a day just to kind of, but I, I like sure. slept on it to mull it over and I was like, oh, I'll move this around. But So I, I'm not going to have a proper list next episode, but I will share the, the, the albums I did like. What I do know, Andy, is that the number one album uh, on that list yeah. is still accurate, which is, uh, if you haven't guessed it, listeners, Lingua Ignota's Sinner Get Ready. So... Read it and weep, sinners. Um, otherwise, Andy, is there anything that you've been listening to lately? New, Christmas. old, Christmas, uh, I don't want to talk holiday. about Christmas music. Uh, Auld Lang Sign on repeat. Uh, yeah, actually, I've been listening to the EMO generator in from Waves. Uh, no, okay. Uh, I've been listening to, like, something that's been helping me get to sleep the past few days. Uh, Moonwaltz by The Little Moonling. Uh, it's a cute little album of just, like, relaxing piano playing. Uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, let's see. What else is on here? Yes. The Little uh, Moonling? Fucking. Um, I listened to some Kim Petras lately. Uh, yeah. <gasps> yeah, because you recommended me her really? song, Coconuts. Uh I put, <laughs> Did uh, you like I it? Put on, turn off the light. The uh, in the background, like a few weeks ago, like recently, recently enough that it's in like really? my recent music. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Cheek Face mm. lately. Uh, 
I'm excited to see what okay. they do soon. Uh, Andy, I, I think you should listen to um to uh, Kim Petras's uh, first album, Clarity. Yeah. Um, because they both came out in the same year, but but um, the Turn Off the Light is like. Okay. I, I mean, I didn't hate it. Um, I, I I might start listening to it on my way to work just to get more affiliated with it. Awesome. It'll it'll rev you up. It'll get you in the groove. Well, yeah. And they're also kind as of uh, some of the tracks. So if you need that before going into work, I know in your line of yeah, work, totally. you need to you need to get in the um, groove. I mean, the album, I've talked about this on this. I think I talked about, like, an episode or two ago. Uh, we're from Barcelona. Or I think I, the band is I'm from Barcelona. Uh, but the album is We're from Barcelona, I think. I don't fucking know. No, it's Let Me Introduce My Friends from I'm from Barcelona. And there's a song on the album called We're from Barcelona. I've been listening to that uh, before work a lot lately. Because uh, the first song on the album is called uh, Oversleeping, and it's just a fucking song about rushing to get ready in the morning, and I think that's fitting for my drive to work. Uh, give that give that album a listen. I really, It's from 2007. It's a bit old, but I love that album, man. I don't really dig their other stuff too much. I've given it some peeps. Uh, but, yeah, I really like that album. Okay. Do you have anything in your recently okay. played? Yes. Um, today I was listening to the Apple Music Rihanna Essentials okay. playlist. Uh, <laughs> the other day I re-listened to um, 2020 album uh, self-titled Leanne Le Havas. Also from the UK, Rachel Chinoriri. Um, got a, I, I found her EP. Um and it's a bunch of really nice, like, uh, soul, R&B, like, uh, kind of moody pop tracks. Um, re-listen to uh, an album by Burial, Untrue, electronic outfit from, from a decade or so ago that really uh, sparked uh, a new wave of electronic music. Um, I, I feel like they call him, like, the grandfather of dubstep or something. Grandfather. Um, the album... I don't remember the, the the title they gave him, but um, he it, it's it's a very nice album, Andy. You should you should listen to it if um, if you get a chance. Burial Untrue is the album. Uh, and lastly, um, this is the, the very new, um, even though it's very old. I listened to the self titled Tracy Chapman album. Um, Andy, do you know Tracy Chapman? Chapman? No. She she um, her most popular song is called Fast Car. Oh, um, yeah, 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 I know her now. Yeah. No, 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 I know that You album. got a fast car. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing, and I really liked it. I thought it was really great. Um, I just, I played, pro, I pressed play on a whim, and I really, I had a great time with it. So, um, so Tra Tracy Chapman, shout out to you. And, um, and that's really all I've been listening to this week. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm truly and honestly eager and excited to see what 2022 has in store for the music world. Uh, including Nikki Kulai's third album. I can't wait to review uh, that on the Grammy Boys. Uh, Andy, can I can I just announce something? Go ahead. Um, you made me bleep out how many fucking tracks uh, the album had last week, so I'm so excited to hear what you have to well, say about it this week. Well, I'm going to announce that I don't. Uh, you don't know how many tr number of tracks the album has, but I will tell you, Andy, that I really, really wanted myself to kind of get back on the grind and like get a schedule, and that started with finishing the writing. <laughs> and I'm happy to say, 
Now, fuck you. I'm happy to say, Andy, that today, 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 I have New written, Year's Eve, 2021. I, yes, I've written, I, well, quote unquote, written every line for Nikki Kulai's third album. Great. Now, lines may change, but I know what the form of the song looks like now, and I know what the story is. It's done. I have, well, I mean, things will change in the in the scoring and the producing, but I have. It's like, it's like, Andy, it's like you're writing a novel and you keep working on the same chapter over and over again, but then there's a chapter, there's like five chapters ago, you just, you've had the outline for months and every like two weeks you add one new word. I've never written <laughs> a novel, so I don't. Okay. Well, that's exactly what I described. Um, and I, but I finally did it I, and like, it's a small accomplishment. I don't want to overstate it because like there, it's going to change, but um, just to put in perspective that, like, I'm really, I'm really fixing this. I had a song that I had right after one of the demos I sent you. Um, this was from, this is like a year ago. Um, and, uh, I, I've had the same song for like over a year. I'm like, I'm going to write this song. It's going to be this song. It's going to be about this. And I only realized last week, I was like, actually, this song does not fit at all. I need to delete it immediately. And um, the other day, I was just thinking about, like, what that could be. And now I just wrote the entire new song yesterday. Like, and it's a different song, and it's completely better, and I'm happy. Hell yeah. And, uh, th thank you. So, so we're, um, January is the, is the, is the uh, scoring phase the, where I'm going to put it in my, in my music score, in my notation. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a late spring release. So we'll see how that goes. That's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, would it be funny if I, we did a bonus episode I will be, I, where <laughs> me and a nondescript other person review that <laughs> while you are absent from that episode? Yeah, I'm taking a break. Um, you get a week off and me and anyone else, someone else reviews it oh, for I'm the so bonus happy. episode? What, no, wait, Andy. I have a better idea. How about we get two two completely different people? Get, like, Chelsea and Abby on <laughs> and just be like, hey, can you just go, like, talk? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will need your help, Andy, when it comes to the mixing. Well, I'll be doing some many mixing drafts. I don't know, man. Happy to be the song I'm mixing right now, I'm just, like, looking at it being like, I hate reverb. I don't want to do reverb anymore. It's okay, Andy. I just, I just want your feedback because I value your feedback. You have great opinions great. about things sometimes. Um, except when it comes to Neopets. Uh, so anyway. What? Thank you all for listening. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, it's not over. Hey, guys. Uh, our good friends, uh, Phil and Rachel just put out what? the first episode of the second season of their audio drama should anyone find the, if anyone <gasps> finds this podcast it literally they doing went a up, second season it literally went up two hours and 40 minutes ago um at the time of me saying this uh so uh i've linked it on twitter i've tweeted about it so if you follow us on twitter you already know uh, but they are very, the first season is all out there it's very good give that all a listen and then subscribe for season two you can find it pretty much anywhere where you find this podcast. Um, it's phenomenal. It's great. I haven't listened to the you new are... episode yet because it's 7 p.m. on a Friday and I'm it's New Year's on Eve. Eve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andy, do you want to? Andy, do you want to know something? What? Um, they you're so nice to promote their podcast. I, let me assure you, they do not need our help. They have over 10k views. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm very aware of uh, how successful they are. Um, it's very That's great. Good. No, I'm I'm so happy. Uh, if they want to come hang out with us on this podcast, they're more than welcome to. Yeah, Philip, I miss you, Philip. Rachel, you're yeah, great. Hang come hang out. Rachel too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, gang, 
Uh, that's all. Yeah. Uh, our friends have great podcasts. Uh, yes. Alex Forrest. Us, on the other hand. Alex Forrest has a podcast coming up. Uh, I think by the time this is out, it's already out. Coming up. Uh, yes. Called Let Me Tell You Something. What is he telling us? He, it's a new topic every week. Uh, if they do an episode about the Grammys, I'm going to have to break some kneecaps. But other than that, uh, yeah, hey, we got so many great podcasts, so many great friends. Uh, but yeah, that's about all for us. Uh, we finally gave you a longer episode. I know these past like four episodes have been rather, rather short. Next week, we're doing Happy Birthday, Grammy Boys. Uh, I'll, it's just going to be us talking about our favorite music from the last year. Uh, I might try and get uh, some of our past guests to just send in some shorter clips and just tell us what their favorite album is of the last year. Okay. Uh, I could eat crow and just not do that. But other than that, me and Why Nikki... Why don't you do are, that? Yeah, call, call yeah. people. Uh, other than that, me and Nikki are going to be talking about... Uh, well, should we just say five? We'll get to a list of five, our five best that we're going to talk about in depth. Each of us pick five albums. Uh, of the Grammys? No, no, no. Grammy Just Boys? our favorite five albums of the last year. Uh, we'll talk okay. about a bit of the podcast, doing a podcast for a year. Uh, okay. After that. Wow, it's been one year. Yeah, after that, guys. Actually, Andy, Andy, it, it'll technically be one year tomorrow. Yes, technically. Because we did it on January 1st. Happy anniversary. This is. I love you. Well, it, we have to get together tomorrow. This is the 52nd week in a row. This is the 52nd consecutive week of doing this podcast. You gotta put a very heavy asterisk on that. No. With Donda. With Donda. No, that was an episode. With, with your bonus Donda shit. Come on. There was a. I was having a rough day at work, guys. We just had to put something out. Anyway. It's all right. Um. But yeah. So after that, we're doing Janie Wonder. Nikki, I'm so excited to hear the Janie Wonder theme music. I can't wait to hear it. It's coming. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Have you? Get it. Uh, the only thing I've done so far is uh, uh, I've clicked the cla- the clavichord setting on my on my keyboard. Great. Uh, and as always, everybody. Oh yeah, the first week of January Wonder is a guest episode. Who should we have? Should we bring one of? We, some... should, we should get CV Wonder. Which of our friends should we do for January Wonder? I don't know. Can we, can we? Let's talk about this tomorrow. Sure. I'm sleepy. Uh, and as always, everybody, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at the Grammy Boys. You can follow Nikki Kulai on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Kulai. Even though he doesn't post anything anymore, you can follow this podcast. I'll, wherever, I'll be back there in six months. Wherever fine podcasts are sold, uh, Spotify. Give us a follow. You you can do five stars on Spotify now. So if you're a Spotify listener, hey guys, it's right there. Spotify added a star system for podcast guys. Please, please give us five stars. I will be your number one pal for a whole hour if you do that. <laughs> uh, it's called getting coffee with someone, Andy. <laughs> um, yeah, give us five stars on Apple too, even though it's been available this whole time and none of you seem to want to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody. Um, thank you for a great year. Uh, 52 weeks in a row. Uh, next week we're doing... saying that to me or the audience? Both. Uh, next okay. week we're doing Happy Birthday Grammy Boys. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, Nikki, end the episode. Well, okay. Give, um, give Neopets a Grammy. Whatever. Bye, guys.